Welcome to the Spirit Room. I'm Melissa White. And I'm Danielle Serenk, also known as the Squamish Medium. We're mediums. And moms. And we're inspired to create this space for the spiritually curious, the developing intuitive, and the soulful spirit. Welcome again to the Spirit Room. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. Welcome back to the Spirit Room. I'm so happy to have you guys, and we're looking forward to chatting um, chatting with you about um, books and documentaries and some recommendations that we have for you over um, the, the period of time that you're in your development and what might be of interest. So i um, so glad to be here with you, Danielle. Hi, everyone. I am very excited to be here. I'm really excited about this topic because I have so many books I want to recommend, but I'm just dying to know what you're going to recommend because I need some more things to come into my awareness. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's a good one to share because um, for me, and I think it's probably the same as you, I know you've talked about many times how you read all of the Sylvia Brown books early on, you know, when you were um, a teenager. And to me, like reading and books and delving into um, that kind of stuff in that way was so helpful for me and it, it continues to be so helpful for me. Um, I love, like love, love, love reading the um, autobiographies of mediums of the past. I find that to be super, super intriguing and and finding out their their life story and kind of how their their ability works for them um do you want me to just kind of get into it like some of my favorites yeah, let's start there because i have some that would i would recommend too so okay cool cool so um one of the the ones that i enjoyed so much was um Dora stokes and so she's um an english medium and she basically received all of her information clairaudiently. So she didn't see anything. It was not based on any of the other clairs. It was literally like her clairaudience. And she would hear the full, like many times the full name, like first and last name of the spirit communicator. She would be having like a conversation and it was like this little, she's like this little this little old granny. Um, and I've seen the clips of her on YouTube and stuff like that. And you can check her out there. Um, some of her readings and stuff, but, uh, her story was super, super intriguing. She lost, um, a little boy, um, very young age. And so she had gone through her own pain. She'd gone through her own grief. Um, and anyways, just super, super like easy to read, very like readable, super interesting woman, very inspiring. And what struck me was like her accessibility. Like she was just like um, a, a housewife, you know what I mean? Like she was just th th that kind of person. And then it ended up where she had this like extraordinary experience as an amazing medium, um, read for tons of people, traveled to Australia many times, filled, you know, filled um, you know, venues up with, you know, like thousands of people. Um, she's just kind of extraordinary. So, and like a very um, good sense of humor, you know, like funny, funny in many um, parts of the, the story. So yeah, it's um, voices in my ear or voices in my head. I'd have to, I'd have to double check, but I think it's voices in my ear. Okay. I really like that. Yeah. That's cool. I haven't heard of her, so I will look into that. But I think I heard a joke about her yesterday when I was watching Anthony Maraca's YouTube channel. Oh, okay. He doors and he was naming like five names, like somebody with uh -huh. like five name names. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, Dora Stokes. Yeah, amazing woman. So I think, yeah, I think you would really enjoy it. Yeah. So one of the ones I read more recently that I found fascinating was it's called The Light Between Us. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. It's by Laura Lynn Jackson. She was the medium who was highlighted on the Goop Labs. Did you watch that? Oh yeah, I did see that. Okay. So I don't know how I read this book. It was like recommended by my library on my Kindle. So I was like, okay, okay. Yeah, I'll download it. But it was actually fascinating because she's in New York and she's a teacher, but she fully developed as a world famous medium without mentorship. 
Like she never has had a mentor. She has never had anyone explain to her what is going on or how to communicate with spirit. And she's now one of the most studied mediums in the world. And she does it because she doesn't quite understand it. She doesn't have, I think like the spiritual philosophy that we would have gained through some of the mentors that we had. And she has her own spiritual philosophy. But what I found fascinating reading her story was how she developed fully without a mentor, but some of her friends had mentors and she just like wondered what that was like. It was a different take for me on a medium's autobiography and it took her longer to fully step into her abilities, but I really enjoyed her story. It's about recalling those first experiences from that like beginner's lens. And I really enjoyed reading it. Awesome. No, I'd definitely be interested in that. That sounds, that sounds really cool and kind of, yeah, so unique, you know, that kind of different experience with it. Um, another good one. I don't know if you read, uh, John Edwards, um, autobiography. I don't know. I've read a few of his books, his books. a bit yeah. about his life. Yeah. I love yeah. Oh. favorite mediums. <laughs> yeah. One, one last time, uh, was a really good one that I remember reading quite early on in my development, but I found it super, super intriguing and I like his style, you know, he just kind of like says it like it is. Oh, um, it. Yeah. And so I would recommend that one to especially people that are just starting out because I think he has a really, he explained the, the mediumship process really well in a way for people to understand, like from an outside perspective, if you're not a medium, but you're interested also in like knowing what it's like, I think he's a good one to, um, to read. Yeah. One last time by John Edward, that would be, that would be a good recommendation. Yeah. Another one I really like to read, um, autobiography style from a medium, was um, Aboriginal medium Sean Leonard, his book, The Language of Spirit. I really enjoyed it as like an Aboriginal First Nations woman, but I also really enjoyed it because he fell into it so innocently, and every step he took towards becoming a medium was done so innocently. He's like, I wanted to exercise more, so I became a mailman, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And he started reading Sylvia Brown books too, and he was mm-hmm. actually the first one to bring. I don't know if you remember Sylvia Brown's religion called Nova Spiritus, but he mm-hmm. was the first one to open a Nova Spiritus church in Canada. Oh, interesting. In Calgary. It was like so fast fascinating and then how he ended up out east and he's very clear audience too he gets every name as well like even the most like obscure names you could imagine mm-hmm. yeah so, that's fascinating it is fascinating I love it and so I really enjoyed reading that book too because I found so many similarities um with my story of course my story happens 20 years later than his but I was like wow like he was first introduced by Sylvia Brown and he's Canadian he's First Nations like I just found a lot of uh, of myself and some of his story and I found that kind of comforting yeah no that's that sounds amazing um and it's interesting yeah when you see parts of yourself in the story you know of another 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 medium um I would say also Spirited, the book Spirited by Tony Stockwell. Um, That one I read, I think I read that one before I worked with him. Um, And it was just, it was full of really good stories, you know, like stories of examples of working as a medium and sort of like his, his own sort of coming into his understanding of his abilities and um, experiences and super, super, like he has such a beautiful style, um, super funny and super engaging, you know? So I think I read it in like one day or something like just super intriguing to me. So I would, I would recommend that one to people as well. And maybe a bit biased on that recommendation, but um, <laughs> I do think it is very excellent. <laughs> the book is good. And I wonder if there's um, so I, I, if we get more into after the uh, yeah. development kind of books, because I like the Scottish writer, Gordon Smith. So I think that there's something about the UK teachers that it's just like so simple and straightforward, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I haven't read any of Gordon Smith, but I keep hearing about him. So I think I need to maybe investigate and check out um, some of that. There's also this other one. Have you ever heard of Stephen O'Brien? I haven't. He's from the UK as well. And I don't even know how I, how I ended up hearing about him, but I um, I think it's called, I have to check. I'm going to Google this right now, the actual name. Um, but it was super interesting. He, he really, 
writes about the experience um, of his mediumship in a really real way um, and sort of talks about the, um, the quality, you know, quality of mediumship. Um, oh, I can't find it now, but um, Stephen O'Brien, oh, here. Um, not okay it's not visions of another world although that is one of his books this one was like something about the golden light mm. we can post it in the facebook community yeah maybe that's what i'll do um but stephen o'brien yeah and the there is um he's written a few angels by my side um a vision of another world that kind of stuff but any i think a vision of the another world might be the one that I did read. Um, but anyway, super, super interesting. So another, yet another UK, um, it's, you know, medium, but yeah, excellent book. Yeah. I like those. I like reading the autobiographies. I haven't read any of like the modern people. Like I haven't read Teresa's or Tyler's or anything like that. Um, I think John or Sean Leonard's like the most recent kind of autobiography. I know John Holland um, has, I haven't read his autobiography, but his book um, Bridging the Realms I thought was really good. It was like a really good kind of like all encompassing book on like development and exercises, all that kind of stuff. But I haven't mm -hmm. read his autobiography. I don't know much about him other than what I saw on his Hey Host radio show. Did you ever read any of his books? No, no. For whatever reason, I haven't been super... Um, drawn to him not to say that I don't think there's a reason for it just hasn't sort of been on my radar um, but yeah he would be an interesting one I think to just know more about um, yeah so that would be that would be one to look into what about um, Lorna Byrne have you read any of her like angels in my hair or any of those yeah angels in my hair I really like yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was really, like, the stories and her experience of, like, actually objectively seeing the angels was so intriguing. Mm -hmm. I, I did, too, and I listened to the audiobook. I'm more of an audiobook person. Right. Um, but I, I listened to it a few times, and I really, really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I, I, because so much so I listened to it a couple times. <laughs> yeah. And so is it narrated by her? Like, is she speaking? I think it is. Yeah, it is because I watched some YouTube videos of her after and yeah, um, yeah she's, she's definitely narrating it. It's really good. Yeah. Her voice is so soothing. Like I just, yeah, I think I need to listen to that audiobook. Um, and especially cause I find too with her, it seems the same, like what you're saying about Sean Leonard, how he kind of came into it so innocently. That's how it feels with her too. Like it was just so, um, so pure. Like that's what it felt when I was, when I was reading her story. Yeah. And I never got even a sense throughout even the end of the book that she fully felt like her, I don't think she fully understood what her gifts were by the time the book even ended. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's sort of like more relatable or more sort of, it's less, um, I think less intimidating for people to read it if it's, if it's told in that way, you know? Yeah, definitely. So then what about like some of your favorite development books? Let me see. Okay, so I would say the Stephen O'Brien one actually is there. The one that I read, it may not have even been that. It might have been something to do with the golden light. I don't know. I have to find it. But that was actually very much based on development and like kind of like giving um, information and kind of like guidance as far as development. So I, I do recommend that one. Um, but I'm trying to think of like actual development. Like, I don't know if I've, I don't know if I've read a ton of books to do with development. I mean, in the very beginning, I was reading all kinds of um, during virtue, like how to, you know, uh, connect with your angels, how to hear your angels, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, which was useful, you know, even though, however I might feel about that whole thing now with her looking back that book was very useful you know it was a very good guide as far as like starting off so I feel like that was that would be a good one um what about for you oh man I have so many I'm gonna take some airtime here because yeah so many books I've read like that I just am so obsessed with development wise I think we should talk about healing ones after like try to keep them in chunks we didn't discuss all this in advance clearly we're just like what do you want to talk about yeah let's share our favorite books and podcasts yeah right like there's so much we can yeah. say but yeah. my development books I love Gordon Smith he's Scottish he's so simple in the way that he describes it it makes it so attainable he has 
the book on intuitive studies, which is phenomenal. He has a book on developing mediumship, which is really cool as well. Um, I've gone back to it a couple times. It's just like super digestible. He also has some amazing lectures on Audible for really cheap. And I love okay. his lectures because I love his spiritual philosophy and how down to earth he is and how funny he is. Um, I just love his perspective on mediumship and healing. And he was a healer for his, his mentor made him heal for over five years before she would let him do mediumship work. And so he was a healer first. And so much like how I admire you being such that, that healer energy, I'm just like drawn to it, like a moth to a flame. So I think you'd really like him. He was known more famously in the UK as the psychic barber. Um, mm. so his, his autobiography is called the psychic barber. And oh, cool. Hailed is like the UK's most accurate medium or something like that, but you'd really love his lectures and along lectures too. Like I love Gordon Higginson lectures. Uh-huh. Um, I've listened to them all. So he ran the Arthur Finley college for many years in the spiritualist church. And I, ha- if you Google it, there used to be a website that you can listen to them all by downloaded them all, but they have all these different lectures from like the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s from him. And it's very fascinating to kind of like listen to that stuff from a development lens. Like he mm-hmm. talks about like, when do you think that you're good enough? And like the power of clairsentience, like, I don't know. He has like all these really kind of cool lectures, but I haven't seen any books that he's written. And then the other ones that I really liked, I really kind of nerded out on, but they're really mm-hmm. cool. from the 1800s from Alan Kardec, like the spirits book and the mediums book. Okay. Um, those ones are pretty fascinating because the way that they're written back then was around Q and a with spirit. So he would use mediums as a channel to communicate with spirit and kind of bring back different philosophies. Um, that was kind of cool, but he was very skeptical. So he actually set out to try to debunk mediumship, but ended up finding a lot of like validations in it. So he wrote those two books. Isn't that interesting? It is. They're really cool. They're different to read because they're like, again, an 1800 kind of like English, which yeah. is like as far as like I can tell, but it, it, they're really cool books. And then the only other development book I know that I kind of did enjoy was John Holland's Bridging Two Realms. Again, by the time I read it, I was already a professional medium, but I yeah. thought it touched a little bit on everything in that book. And I really appreciated that because he didn't hold back about some of the hangups that we have as developing mediums where he talks about some of that kind of not so nice stuff. Right. Yeah, no, that would be, that would be a good thing, especially for someone who is just sort of in the beginning stages, you know what I mean? To be able to read that and say, Oh, okay. Like this is something that is, um, co- you know, like a common, a common feeling. Yeah. I will tell you too, like, this is kind of like a not so happy story, but there was like this medium online. I will not name names, but I actually got suckered in. Like, this is how into learning about mediumship I was my first few years. Like I was being mentored. I went to classes, all the stuff that you do, but you couldn't quench my thirst. I was so into it. And I paid Mel, you're going to kill me, but over $200 for Mm -hmm. a PDF on how to do mediumship it was like the 60 page pdf i mean it was so i was so horrified when i got it because it like had the craziest spelling mistakes on every single page like uh, I read over it twice yeah but i bought it on sale for like 200 dollars, and i'm like when then i because i didn't know all these amazing resources existed right like oh people like write books about this like okay so it's exciting yeah it's exciting and it's intriguing and it's really hard to say no yeah for sure um one that I have to mention that isn't necessarily like like for development but definitely delves into it um have you ever heard of Estelle Roberts I haven't Okay, she, um, the book is called 50 Years a Medium, and it's literally about her 50 years as a medium. And this is a lady who would go to like the Royal Albert Hall and fill it, you know what I mean, for her demonstration. So like massive, massive crowds of people. And I remember when seeing a a picture, like an image, a photo of her, um, you know, standing in front of all these people. And it's just like the power that just kind of emanated from her. And she's like a very like tiny kind of like thin, like 
almost like delicate looking lady, but the actual like power that I could kind of like sense from her mediumship through the book and through the, the her sort of um, um, description, you know, of her experiences and stuff was just phenomenal. And she's just, to me, that she blew me away. Like that book was so, so intriguing. So I would totally recommend that one. 50 Years Medium. 50 Years a Medium. Yeah. Estelle Roberts. I'm going to download that one because yeah, I'm writing down all the ones that you're, you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that you would love it. And it's yeah, a beautiful, like well-written, beautiful book. I like it. Um, another interesting development type book. It's not by a medium though, but from Dougal Fraser, the cosmic calling he was, he oh, I like him. Yeah, but he has a colors book and it's called yeah. Your Life in Color. I mean, if you're talking about building your references as a medium, it's such a good reference book. Yeah, I have that book. Oh, good. Yeah, I love it. I used to listen to his podcast um, before he was on Hay House for a while, I think. Um, but I listened to him before that and it was just like, it was pretty, it was pretty amazing. I like his style and I like that he's pretty down to earth and he's like, has a good sense of humor about things. You know, he doesn't, he's not like, he's not taking himself so seriously that he can't like laugh at himself, you know? Yeah. And he's so accurate. I got a reading from him on Hay House. <laughs> like oh, I did you really? Oh yeah. I, I had one with him and one with James on Prague. And I also talked to Kyle Gray. Oh, cool. I was oh, a regular awesome. caller intern. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get through? I would think it would be so hard to get through. No, you just got to know when to call. You call it like two minutes before the show starts. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh my gosh. You're like a super fan. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I, I never I tried. I Hey House events all year round. Like if I won the lotto, I would be on like the Hey House circuit. <laughs> Yeah. No, I know. Me too. That would be fantastic. That's what I want to do. Like when I'm like older and like maybe like semi-retired, it's just like go to as many of those things as I can. Oh, for sure. I mean, I went to Rebecca Campbell last year um, in Portland. It was the most, like we talked, we almost did this episode on healing experiences. That would have been mine. Uh-huh. Like that yeah. one experience was like the most healing Kundalini experience I've ever had in my life. Um, and that was at a, you can do it event, right? It's like, I love yeah. those. Love Amazing. I'm looking at yeah. my Louise Hey, you can heal your life book right now. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that would be, that would be a pretty pivotal book. I think for lots of people. Sure. Um, and also have you ever heard of, uh, Florence Scoville Shin? No. So she was before Louise, Louise Hayes time. Um, but she was kind of just like rebel. She wrote the book. It's called the game of life and how to play it. And she wrote a few other books and she, your word is your wand and things like that. And she basically was talking about manifesting and sort of like living in like the divine light and connection to God and, um, all of this stuff uh, and all about like affirmations and things like this prior to Louise Hay's time. So Louise Hay actually was inspired, um, apparently inspired by Florence Scoville Shin. Um, but yeah, her writing is quite interesting and I found it very like magical to read, to read her book. So, um, I knew, uh, that might be of interest as well. Mm, I like that. Um, yeah, I have so many recommendations. It's crazy. If we're off kind of like the development going into the mm-hmm. healing kind of realm, mm-hmm. I love Anita Morgiano's book, Dying to Be Me, where she died of an NDE and came back and she brings kind of forward this message of why she feels why she got sick and why she stayed so sick and why she eventually died and why she came back. And she right. really is the only NDE and I've, you know, I love studying NDEs. I think I have probably since I was in high school when Sylvia Brown used to always talk about them. Mm-hmm. And she was the story that really impacted me when she came back with this message around just like self-love. Like our purpose here is to like love ourselves unconditionally. And if right. we love ourselves, then we don't have that space for fear. And I really enjoyed that book. I found it to be quite healing just reading it and life affirming. Right. She had cancer, right? Yeah. She died of um, end of life, like stage four cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fascinating. I've, I think I did read it, but I think it was like a long time ago. Like it was a while ago. Um, but she, yeah, she seems like super inspiring. Just even just that, yeah, that sort of um, 
story of like going and then coming, being able to return. Um, I'm reading right now a, a book about NDA, NDE, um, George Ritchie, and it's called Ordered to Return. Oh. And it's kind of about his, his um, experience with um, being a young man and basically yeah like like passing to spirit and coming back and kind of like how his life was very altered by that experience and how things changed profoundly for him and he ended up I mean he ended up writing quite a few books about near-death experiences and um yeah it's it's pretty intriguing it's pretty interesting read for sure okay I wrote that one down too I like it. You know who I just got into and I feel so sad? Hmm. <laughs> Wayne Dyer. I'm like, now I'm like totally into Wayne Dyer books and like he just passed away a couple years ago. Right, right. Isn't that, I know it's like, oh, like just as soon as you start to get into it and then it's like, oh, they're like wishing there could be more, you know, like more of his writing and stuff. But his stuff, I think will just be eternal. It'll live forever. Like amazing, amazing man. I don't know. I think I may have read like, wishes fulfilled yeah um, I haven't heard that one yet but I've just finished um like right now I have my my Libby if you guys are listening and you're still you're still with us because you <laughs> love books as much as us clearly there's an app on your phone called the Libby app l-i-b-b-y and if you hook up your library card to it you get all these free books that's um, awesome so I, I've this month or last month I listened to change your thoughts um, the power of intention and right now I'm listening to um, The Secrets of an Intent Inspirational Life. Oh, awesome. And The Ten Secrets of Success and Inner Peace. That was so good. So I've crushed four of his books in the past month. Um, I just love his work. And it's so simple. It's just like, you know how everyone's so fancy right now? I'm yeah. like, I just miss like, can we just talk straight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. Um, my problem with Audible and like audio books, like I can listen to podcasts and they do kind of put me to sleep because I've trained myself now to fall asleep listening to them. But when I, when I, listen to an audio book I fall asleep within like minutes like I cannot I cannot listen to audiobooks I have to read it and I can't even read it on a kindle I have to read like a paper book I, I am completely opposite if I pick up a physical book I will fall asleep in pages oh my gosh I could read yeah no I ha it has to be like a physical book I have to be able to like hold it in my hand smell it like like I just I am obsessed with like having the book itself so that's so funny but like even, <laughs> yeah when I'm driving and stuff like if it's like morning and I'm driving I cannot put a podcast on or an audiobook because I will literally crash my car I'll fall asleep because yeah. I commuted every day when I was in corporate I mean the first yeah. thing I did was line up my podcast list I'm like okay I got time for about two and a half podcasts what are we listening to and I would do like a playlist for the day yeah yeah no I can do it as long as like if I as long as it's like later in the day and I have had coffee then I can drive and listen to podcasts otherwise no it's like dangerous it's I love that we're so opposite like that and I'm like, like I've listened to almost all the or all the audio versions of the books I read. Yeah, and it's like when I listen to them, it's like I'm hearing it for the first time. It's like, did I I read the book? Like, why don't I remember this? I think I retain information more when I hear it. Yeah, I think I'm, yeah, totally the opposite. I think I need to read it with my eyes. And then, like, when I used to study and stuff for tests in school, I would always have to rewrite. I'd, like, write my notes and rewrite my notes, and it had to be, like, in words. Like, that was so important to me. So it's, yeah, different styles of learning and, like, retaining that information. Totally. So funny. And I'm reading the book right now, Limitless, which is all about – um, it's from, I think Jim Quick is his name. He's like a brainiac guy who remembers like thousand number sequences. Mm -hmm. and it's like all around retaining your memory and learning how to learn. And so, yeah, because I never did really well in school and I don't have a great memory since having kids. And so like I'm trying to break through that limitation I have of myself. So his book is kind of teaching you how to expand your mind again and how to relearn. So nobody listened to me because I'm still learning how to learn clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's awesome. Everything. Right. That's awesome. No, I love that. 
record these and I go to post them, I'm like, okay, what did we talk about? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've also had that thought. Like, what did I, what did we talk about last week? I don't even remember. Um, so that happens, I think was just like this living life right now. <laughs> um, I was, and I was saying even before we started recording, like, I feel like during this time, this period of time in my life, I feel like I'm, my I'm losing my like I have actually like a pretty photographic memory but I feel like I'm losing it like I I don't know what's going on it's like I don't know what day it is I don't know what I'm doing I'm just so I think I'm just so out of whack so I think it's yeah it's par for the course right now I think um what about podcasts what what um podcast do you love Okay, well, before we move on, can okay. I can we close the book? So just our favorite, yeah. like if we even just picked our top two, like favorite, you have to read these books. What were your life changing books, whether they're about mediumship or not? Oh, okay. Um, I would say Your Soul's Plan by Robert Schwartz. Now, I have to preface it. I think I've talked about it on the podcast before and how it is a little disturbing some of the ideas are a little radical so I would say it's not for everyone like I've recommended it to some students and they've loved it and they're totally like yeah I totally understand it's about pre-birth planning and you know like uh, life purpose and and why some things maybe you know why we plan certain things in our life now I thought it was intriguing I thought it was totally interesting and I, I it totally did sort of shift my mindset when it comes to certain things that happened in my own life and certain things that I've experienced that were really painful and difficult. And I, it gave me peace. I I started to sort of really think really deeply about all of that. Um, but I would say some people might read it and think like it's, it, it might not be for them, but I personally, I, it was profound for me. Um, that's one, what would be like one of yours? Um, the afterlife of Billy fingers. Oh yeah. I love that one. It just changed. I think that was like, and I've read it every year since I read it for the first time. So I think I've read it seven times. I feel like I must have had a similar experience like his or something, because when I read that book, and I mean like the crossing, like his experience into the afterlife, there was just this kind of like deep resonance for me. And then the other thing too is comes up all the time in my readings. Like I was doing a reading last week where I was like, they want me to talk about the afterlife of Billy Fingers with you. Um, this book that I read and it turned out his name was Billy. So I always have all these references come up from the book. And for me, favorite book to read and reread and read and reread because it just is, it gains a life affirming where the whole point is to like live fearlessly right live like tomorrow beautiful yeah I really loved it yeah my second one which is the last one I'll recommend which was life-changing for me is rise sister rise by Rebecca Campbell um that book completely got me connected to my divine feminine like my feminine energy I loved it something about it just cracked me open beautiful beautiful I haven't read that one so I totally will I think that um, she keeps coming up in sort of like conversations that I have and stuff. And I'm like, oh, there's something there. I need to, I need to see what that's about for sure. I don't know. I'm scared to choose like just one more because it feels like choosing between like your favorite, like how do you pick your favorite like child? Do you know what I mean? It's like all these books are so like uh, precious to me. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, Testimony of Light by Helen Greaves was very, very interesting. And I think it was pretty um, life-changing for me to read that. Um, that was a story of um, a nun who passes to the spirit world. And then her friend remains here in the physical world. And basically the, the nun in spirit um, comes and contacts the friend and basically she she writes this book for her you know they kind of like write this book together about her experience in the spirit world and in the afterlife and what what it's like and different levels and different sort of um vibrations of existence in the spirit world so it's it was a fascinating read i wouldn't say that i like resonate with 100 percent of what what is said in that book but i certainly got me thinking and it was a really really interesting read 
Yeah, that's why I like the afterlife with Billy Fingers. Like when he talks about the different stages of his passing, and like even this one thing I always think about is where he talks about the information that he receives, this healing that he receives from this water in a stream. But like the water is like music. I just think of the way that they describe it in the book. It just brings me so much peace. Yeah, peace. I love that a book can do that. It's like it's like a friend. It's like a companion. Once you like have that connection with it, it's like I think it stays with you. It's comforting. I don't know. I always found I always found reading and books so comforting. Like just to know that there was somebody else in the world that had these ideas, mm-hmm. you know, and that you can kind of connect with that and know that there's somebody else in the world that actually had that thought. Um, yeah, it's 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 quite a companion, I think, along this sort of journey. Yeah, I like it too. All right, into podcasts. Into- I go. You want to go? You want to go ahead, or you want me to go? Oh, you go. You go well, I the one that I really, really recommend to people um, is called "We Don't Die" by Sandra Champlain, and she's got hundreds, hundreds of episodes, and she interviews people all about the afterlife all about there's lots of mediums on there there's also um lots of people who have experienced near-death experiences she has researchers she has doctors she has phds like she's got a wide variety of people that she interviews all about the afterlife um and it's really really well done and the interviews are super interesting and i think that a lot of people would find a lot of um comfort in it and she also wrote the book we don't die and that's another book that i would recommend especially for people who are like not even develop developing themselves but like just new to thinking about the afterlife and like trying to understand mediumship and what you know what's possible because she actually was a major skeptic until she had her own loss she lost her dad her dad um, passed away from cancer and then she went on this journey of like trying to kind of understand and try and work through her grief um and so there's a lot of there's also a lot of great um uh, information about grieving and grief support and things like that as well on that podcast so um yeah it's it's very interesting so i would i would highly recommend that one thank you i'm glad that you recommended that because i have not heard of it i just hit subscribe while you're talking and she has 330 cool. episodes but i am so yeah. excited to listen to it. i need a new spiritual podcast so i'm glad oh, we're doing this it's like yeah it's awesome and actually i she, i did do it and she did interview me at one point i don't know what number it is but it's on there somewhere so you might see it um but she was super lovely and i yeah i really recommend her very cool yeah. i'm totally gonna listen um so a new one but it's phenomenal um is moving beyond with medium fleur okay have you heard of it no no it you have to grab some tissue, everyone who's about to listen. So it's a grief counselor and medium fleur with a producer and they have a different person come on each episode. First receive some grief counseling. They're unedited um, live sessions. So it's like, I think it's like 20 minutes with the grief counselor and then they go into 20 minutes with a mediumship reading with fleur. Awesome. You know who medium fleur is? Like she's- Yeah, yeah. YouTube videos in the past and I know Tony Stockwell hailed her as the best medium in the world but I remember a Facebook post where he did um, claiming her as like the best medium this was a couple years ago and it kind of got me interested in her and she's phenomenal like you have to listen to like the evidence that she pulls it's phenomenal and I just love watching other mediums work and mm-hmm. so I really enjoy it for that but I also enjoy it because you see this person a sitter somebody going through the grief process kind of like full circle right so you get that support then you get the validation that like life continues and your loved one's fine and then you get back to you know healing so that's a really cool one i really recommend but it's new it only has like five episodes but i hope that they continue it's pretty darn good that's a neat concept like I, I like the idea of having both sides to it you know having a grief counselor and then also the mediumship um so that yeah i'll definitely check it out yeah i i think you should i recommend i recommend on my instagram last week and i had like 10 people write me saying thank you now i'm bawling my eyes out i'm like i know Aww. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome no like, that's a, a really unique kind of idea 
Yeah. So So I like that. Um, what else? Um, I mean, we both, um, have been, um, fans of psychic teachers. We definitely, um, I would say we both recommend that one. Um, I would say it's good because there's years. I mean, they've been doing it for 10 years. So there's like a ton of episodes to delve into. Um, and it's interesting, you know, like two very different people, you know, the hosts are very different and, and have different beliefs some of them very similar but some of them very different and it's cool I think to have to see that you know to be able to kind of um, be exposed to different philosophies and different styles Um, I wouldn't say that I resonate again like with like 100% of everything but certainly there's always something that I take away that's very very interesting and a new way to look at something cool tips I think for people that are developing it is a really good it is a good show yeah, no, I really like that one too. I do. I haven't listened to it in a while. I will admit, I haven't mm-hmm. listened to it in a while. But um, I will get back to. It. I don't have a whole lot of time for podcasts now. Yeah, yeah. I listen to mostly now. business podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> so not so. But that's because I wanted a new spiritual recommendation because I felt like I tapped that while trying. <laughs> uh-huh. But um, one I really would recommend too. It's again, it's kind of new. But when I first heard of the concept, I'm like, ooh, this is smart. And this girl who lives in Alberta, she's called the medium in the middle. And so she basically has her development journal out and her first year of development, she actually like reads from her development journal and then talks about those first mediumistic experiences that she had. Oh, that's kind of cool. And she's got a very soothing voice. I really, you literally feel like you're sitting down with a cup of coffee. And again, it's so cool to hear people's like beginning origin kind of like experiences. It really takes you back. And yeah, it's a fun one to listen to without a doubt too. Nice. Okay. That's cool. I also like this one called Terrible. Thanks for asking. Um, (laughs) It's by Nora McInerney. And it's it's kind of about grief um but she has an amazing story like she is someone who um her I think she okay she had a miscarriage then her husband who was like 30 something like very young passed away from cancer and her dad passed away from illness and all within the span of like a couple months and so she had like a young son at the time I think he was like two or three and it her her story is is kind of like how she how she's how she's sort of ventured you know and and been through this grieving process and continues to you know continues to grow but she's got she interviews people who have like all kinds of like very like difficult journeys difficult stories with grief and loss and all kinds of things but I just find she's an amazing inter like she's so good at interviewing people and these stories are the same it like makes you cry like it's so emotional so um it's but it's also funny you know she's got she's also very funny so I think that's a good one sometimes when you just need a good story you just need to and they're real you know real stories real people um and it's just very interesting and I think people her she's she's done a TED talk I think or something there's lots of clips of, of her on YouTube and stuff and she even just watching her speak and hearing her speak she's written some books as well I would recommend her for people who are working through grief for sure yeah like I've seen her TED talks it was really good yeah she's great yeah I didn't know she had a podcast that's good um have you ever heard the live awake podcast with Sarah Blondin no so it's old like it's really only episodes from like 2016, 2017. She just released one episode last month and I almost died because I, I still subscribed even though it has not been updated in <laughs> That's right. what it is. And oh, okay. it, it is so beautiful. Her voice and the music, and she's just talking you through shit. And she talks about like honoring life and she's like surrendering and healing with your eyes wide open. Um, the call of presence, like it's just the most beautiful healing experience you can have listening to a podcast. It's lovely. I, I listen to it when I'm in the bath or I just kind of wanting, if I want to cry, I'm like, I'll put it mm-hmm. on so I can get in touch with myself a bit. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it's lovely. I really like it. That's awesome. I'm so glad because uh, I was running out of new ones for myself. And I mean, the other ones on my list are all. Um, reality TV 
uh, recaps. Like all, of, I have like a couple of Vanderpump Rules ones, and also True Crime. So that's yeah. I'm like tapped out. So I need I need more like spiritual ones. So that's Mine awesome. are, like all business. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you're much more. And I, um, I like um, than me. <laughs> I, know. I love the business. I don't know why. I'm just like I get maybe it's the Virgo sun in me. I just totally geek out on structure. Yeah. No, I can't do it. Like, it's just like, it's like the last thing I would probably pick to listen to. Um, no, I couldn't do it. But you never know. I, I You never know. But yeah, that's so funny. No, that's interesting. And you know another one I really like, though I don't because, okay, so Super Soul Sunday, I know you probably listened to that one. It's so good, right? I have, yeah. And Oprah has like these pastors on all the time. So like these like religious leaders. And mm-hmm. I get so wrapped up and I get so into the pastor's like sermons on mm-hmm. Super Soul Sunday. And so I actually follow this guy called Joel Osteen. Who, oh my gosh. He's like amazing. He's so good. And so like, I actually go to church every Sunday, even though I'm not religious at all. And mm-hmm. I just love hearing him talk. I'm like, sure. Spit me some verses. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Like, yeah. Love his energy so much. I'm into it. I totally get what you mean about that guy. He's like pretty phenomenal. And even though like some of the stuff I'm like, oh, oh, I don't know. But like the underlying message and the beautiful like connection, it's like, I don't know. Some of these like very like Christian people, I wonder if they don't realize that like what they're connecting with is the same thing that we're connecting with. Do you think they know? Well, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know very much about religion, to be honest with you. Like, I know that there's like people in my life who have turned born again a lot, mm-hmm. shocking mm-hmm. amount, and mm-hmm. they're not open to what we believe in at all. So I know, right? I don't know where that line gets blurred on the religious scale. But do I think Joel Olstein would sit down and have a drink with me? Absolutely. So, like, I totally get his vibe. And he just did yeah. this episode on Sunday, last Sunday, called The Shaking is for Shifting. So oh, cool. Good. Like, it just made me, uh-huh. like, get out of the house and, like, just yeah. hug everyone and go tell everyone this world is going to be fucking okay, guys. We got this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, that's so interesting. Yeah, no, I totally get what you mean. There's something so, yeah, it's, it's, I think this like passion that comes through in, in the speaking and it is very much to me when I look at that, it's inspired speaking. It's like from a mediumistic point of view, it's like what we would say is like allowing spirit to speak through us. And he's basically letting, you know, God speak through him or the Holy spirit or whatever, you know? So it's, I don't know. I just think it's so, it's so interesting. Yeah. If you ever need like a kick in the butt to like count your blessings, just listen to the Joel Stein podcast. <laughs> You'll be like ready to go. <laughs> I'm totally going to subscribe. I didn't even know he had a podcast. Yeah. Well, I was looking for a book or something. I'm like, I want to hear this guy talk. Yeah. Like I just, every time he's on Super Soul Sunday, I just die. I just like, I'm like, yeah. oh my God, yes, Joel Stein. And then I found out he had his own podcast where he, which he updates like a couple of days a week. So I mean, that's awesome. Oh, that's so cool. I'm just subscribed to him. That's so cool. Yeah, I think you'll like it. So, so there you go. I guess that's our favorite kind of like podcast and books to recommend. (laughs) We could probably go on for literally hours, but I think that's like an hour. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So I think we're good. Um, We'll keep people busy for a while, but I'm certainly going to take those recommendations that you gave and I'm going to let you know, let you know um, after I read and after I listen. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And anything else we want to kind of uh, talk about before we before we go? Well, maybe we should just tell everyone about the plan for the podcast moving forward. Right. Yeah. <laughs> did you forget? <laughs> yeah, I just did. <laughs> oh, I love you. So I'm like, okay, so yeah, let's end with this. Okay. But- you can tell everyone the plan and then I could just like give everyone the why and all that. Fun. Okay. So, so going forward, um, I mean, as you guys know, Danielle's already got, she got a podcast of her own on the go already spirit school. Um, and so we're kind of looking at because, you know, life is changing and we're in sort of a, we're in a global pandemic, um, doing things sort of more streamlined. So basically I'll be taking over, um, the spirit room and and hosting it on my own. 
Um, and then Danielle is going to continue hosting hers, the spirit school on her own. Yeah. So, so this is just something that me and Mel talked about last month because doing a podcast together is something we've wanted to do for a very, very long time. Like I think almost like two years now we've mm -hmm. been talking about this and the timing's just never worked out. And then an opening in the sky opened in January. I was like, Mel, we can record every week now. And this is when I quit my corporate job and then the pandemic happened and there just isn't that many hours in a day. And because we both have so many inspiring ideas and so many inspiring things that we want to do, we thought this would be a good way to keep both of our voices and philosophies out there. And we have every plan and intention on doing a joint episode every month, every month and a half, um, so that we still get together and have these exciting conversations that we love so much, but just on a less frequent schedule because <laughs> schedule right. work right now. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's totally, it's totally to do with time and, and availability. You know, I think that when we set out to do it together, we didn't, we didn't, we weren't in this period of time where, you know, no daycare and kids not at school and like all this other stuff. So yeah. it is sort of, I think just a different, it's a different situation now than when we sort of set out to do it. Um, but yeah, we just wanted to just let you guys know and really explain it so that there's not any kind of like rumors or like any worries, you know, we don't want anyone worrying that there's some kind of breakup happening here um, or anything like that. It's totally just basically like, like timing is not is this is not going to be feasible for us to to manage it but um I am so like grateful for this time that we've had together doing it and then meeting up every yeah when it works like every month or month and a half and to do a joint episode I think will be really fun too I think so too I'm looking forward to it and we're still mediumship besties talking all the time it's going to be all good, but I've really enjoyed doing these first, I think God, like 10 episodes or something together. <laughs> I think it's even more. I think we're at like, more? I think this will be 18 or something. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's what my brain is. I'm just like, ah, what month is it? I'm I've lived fly. three lives this year already. Yeah, no, that's amazing. So yeah, so just so everybody is aware. And so when it's just, you know, just as the change kind of unfolds. Um, but yeah, I just thank you. I thank you so much for doing this with me. And yeah, I look forward to chatting again soon. Awesome. Thanks, Mel. All right. All right. Take care, you guys. Have a great, great day, evening, whatever, whenever you're listening and uh, talk to you guys soon.